Good evening, continuing in chapter 4 of Shara B'Tochen from Chavis Lavalis. We're still talking about people's attitudes toward making a living. Let's uh, continue inside the text. And we're going to talk about tonight, with Hashem's help, some uh, reflections, I guess you might call them, or perhaps you'd even call them prayers or meditations, or maybe prayer meditations. Uh, practical tools, actually. It's interesting. Rabbeinu B'chaya wrote us a script that we can use for our own internal monologue when we encounter stress about making a living. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna learn these three. Uh, monologues, the healthy self-talk, which we can use to ground ourselves back in our bitochin when we're getting uh, bent out of shape about Parnassa stuff. Okay. And the way one should trust in Hashem regarding one's livelihood is like this. If the scenario is that his parnas is withheld from him on occasion, like on a particular day, he hits a, a dry spell. He should say in his heart. He should. He should. He should. I guess practice the following reflection. Let's call it. The one who brought me into this world at a certain time and at a certain moment. And he didn't bring me into the world not a second earlier or a second later. In other words, Hashem precisely sent your soul to this world at the exact moment when it was needed. Who It is He, it is that same God, who is withholding from me right now my livelihood until a certain moment and day. According to his knowledge of what is best for me. Last night we got a lot of questions in the private chat, and some of them were about Shidduchim. You know, the main thing was about Parnasa, but people were asking about Shidduchim, which uh, is also one of the big things people worry about, and we need to have a lot more be talking about. But uh, it's interesting, I'm just thinking about Shidduchim now, because... It's so common, I hear so often from young people who are dating, and they're in the Parsha, as we call it, and um, they say, it's so hard to just enjoy my last days, months, whatever, as a single person, because it's like, I'm nishtahin nishtaher, you know, I'm floating in between two worlds, I want to move on to the next phase, but I'm not there yet. And so it's like, I'm just not really able to, uh, to be in the, in the present. And if I knew, if I knew 
that I had to be single for another month or even another year or even another two years. And in fact, even if it would be five years, but I knew, I had a guarantee, Hashem would tell me that on this and this day, you are getting married to your bashert and it's guaranteed. Okay, I wouldn't like it so long from now, but if I knew there was a time it was coming and my, it was my bashert and that was the right time, then I would be able to relax and I would actually enjoy my remaining days, months, years, whatever it is, as a single person. I've heard that comment like many, many, many times from people. And, um, and it's not surprising that people talk that way or that they think that way because, you know, what, what's the difficult part of waiting for your blessing? It's the not knowing when it's going to come. It's the not knowing. If you had a guarantee, it's going to be a year, okay? You're, it's, you're not going to meet your Bashar for a year. But in a year, you will, and it's guaranteed that it's going to happen on this date, at this time. Okay, then I would be able to relax, and I would know, okay, so for a year, it's not happening. Let me enjoy this year and use this time for, you know, whatever things I can do as a single person. But if I don't know when it's going to be, and it could be a day, and it could be a year, it could be 10 years, it could be never... Right? This, this, that's the catastrophizing. That's the, the ego getting in a negative feedback loop. Right? Now, I can't even enjoy this second. I can't rest. Now I'm nishtahin, nishtahir. I'm not in this world. I'm not in the, in, in the next phase of life. So, a little bit similar to that. This reflection or this meditation focuses on the idea that, look, your soul was sent to the world at a precise moment, not a second before, not a second later. Your soul was sent to the world at a precise moment for the mission that you have to do here in this world. The same God who knew when to send your soul at the precise moment of birth that you were born is the same God who knows the precise moment to send you your parnasa. And if he's not sending it to you right now, it's because it's not the right moment, but there is a right moment which he knows and it's for your best, right? That's what it says at the, at the end. According to his knowledge of what's best for me. So relax. Your parnos is coming. It's just not now. It's coming a little bit later at a time which is actually, for whatever reasons we may or may not be able to ever understand, a better time than coming now. Obviously, I want it now because then I can relax. Then I have money in the bank, right? Then I, then, then I, feel, I feel confident. But you know what? That shouldn't make me feel confident. What should make me feel confident is the fact that the same Hashem who sent my soul to this world at a precise moment, He'll send me my Parnosa also at, a, at the precise moment that it's needed. Not a second earlier, not a second later. So relax. That's the first meditation. It's quiet in the chat tonight. Last night it was so labadic, it was really appreciated it. Where's my chat people? I'm chatting. Hello. Hi. Okay. <laughs> so this is what do I eat now? <laughs> You want a recommendation? What you should order? No, you're saying, what if a guy's starving? Okay, that, that's, that's not talking about a person who, who's, who's starving, because remember we said earlier 
that sometimes you don't have liquid uh, liquidity. You know, you don't have cash on hand, but you have something you could sell. Maybe you have credit. You have okay, so you have what you need. You might just have to be a little creative about uh, being able to to get a hold of it. But uh, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about here is he's insecure that he doesn't have any money in his account. Okay? He's not starving to death. He's just nervous that I'm going to have to, uh, you know, I'm going to have to put dinner tonight on a credit card. I'm maxing out my card. I don't know tomorrow where, 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 where the Parnassus is going to come from. So we tell you, relax. You will get through it. You will get by. And the Parnassus will come when it needs to come. All right. Also, when his income is very limited, very meager. It's not a penny more than what he needs to, to, to eat. Previous one was, his, his, was about time, the frequency. You know, the money hasn't been coming in for a while. Here, the money's coming in, but it's, it's a trickle. It's just barely enough. As soon as I get it, I spend it on basic needs. You know, Jackie Mason has a great line. He says, I have enough money to live on for the rest of my life if I never buy anything. So here he is. He's getting money, just barely what he needs. Not one penny more than what he needs for sustenance. He should say to himself the following meditation. Okay, now here's our second meditation. Here we go. He sustained me, gave me sustenance by nursing for my mother at the beginning of my life. According to my needs and sufficient for my sustenance. Yem yem on a daily basis. Okay, meaning, what's the point here? When you're nursing, you also have no money in the bank. You only get as much as you can consume each time. That's, that's, that's the way it works. There's no money in the account, so to speak. It's just what you can consume right now, and that's it. And then when you need more, you have to go back again. So that's the way we were when we were babies, when we were nursing. We all started out, and we didn't have uh, any more parnosa than whatever it is we were consuming right now in the moment. And that's really the way it continues to be for the rest of our lives. Until Hashem replaced nursing with something better than that, meaning we upgraded. Now we eat real food. Now we earn real money. We buy food and we buy our, our, our different needs. But the same premise exists like when we were nursing, which is, if you only get exactly what you need right now, that's fine. That's okay. And the fact that you don't have a surplus, and you don't have a cushion, you're not saving up. Okay. You didn't save up when you were nursing either. The fact that I was only given exactly what I needed at the time when I needed it, when I was nursing, that didn't damage me. The contrary. You know, obviously, <laughs> I got enough nutrition. Here I am. I grew up. I'm an adult. So, it will not damage me, I will not suffer any harm on account of the limited minimal income he gives me now to the end of my days. Meaning, even if it's just barely what I need, it comes in and I spend it all, it goes right out. What do we call it today? We call it living from paycheck to paycheck, right? Well, when you're nursing, you're living from paycheck to paycheck. You're living from one feeding to the next feeding. 
You don't have anything saved up. The same thing. That's what it is. That's the, the meditation. He'll be rewarded for that, for that attitude of saying, you know what? When I need it, I'll get it. I don't need to have the cushion. Like Hashem praised our, our ancestors in the wilderness, their situation was very similar to this. They went out and they gathered enough mon for each day. It's a similar thing, like the child is nursing. He's only got enough per feeding what he needs right then. He's not storing anything up. So too, with, with the mon, they would only get what they, what they could have for that day, and the next day they have to go get it again. Hashem says to, to Yirmiyot, go tell the Jews, speak to, to, in the ears of Yerushalayim, and tell them, praise them, compliment them. Hashem says, I remember the kindness of your youth, when the, at the birth of the nation, when the Jewish people was, was newly formed as a new nation. What was that kindness that the, that the Jews did to Hashem? You followed after me in a wilderness, in a land that was not sown. In other words, there was no agriculture there, so there was no opportunity to, to grow things and therefore to store things. You just had mon, which was bread from heaven, which lasted a day at a time. So it was like, you know, literally living from paycheck to paycheck or from, from day to day. What do they call it? Living from hand to mouth. That's also an expression people use, right? Living from hand to mouth. And, and we were happy with it. And Hashem considered that a great chesed on our part that we did to Him, that we were okay with that lifestyle in the Midbar. Comment here. This is like those of us who each week have no idea of their earnings. Therapists, salespeople, no exact paycheck. Yeah, that's right. Everything's a windfall. If you work, you get paid. You don't work, you don't get paid. And what if most of your parnosa is from getting paid to speak and nobody's doing events since Purim? <laughs> you know, like, I'm not a salary guy. I'm not in the nine to five. You know, if I go, if I go somewhere and I, and, I, and I give a talk, you get paid for it, right? There's nothing been happening for the past few months. Okay. All right, somehow, somehow it works out, Baruch Hashem. Um, anyways, not that anyone cares about my problems, but... <laughs> Who else can I talk to if not my Shadabi talking people? Hashem wants us to have a cushion. Beravach, the question. So why do we... Oh, so listen, there's nothing wrong with having the cushion, by the way. If Hashem gives you the cushion, fine, that's great. But there's also nothing wrong with not having it. And if you don't have it, don't get bent out of shape. Having the cushion is great. Adarabha, have the cushion. If Hashem gives it to you, great. But we don't need it. We didn't have it when we were nursing. We didn't have it collectively as a nation when we were in the wilderness eating mon. And if you don't have it, you don't have it. You'll be okay. So why do we ask for parnosa barachava? Ample parnosa. Shouldn't we just get it over already? He says, discuss it at the end. Well, it's too late. I just brought it up now. <laughs> Listen, when I bench you, I'm benching you with Parnosa Barchova. You should have ample sustenance, way more sustenance than you need. You, you should have trouble figuring out how to spend all your money, okay, when I give you a bracha. But we spoke about this before. There's a difference between my, my attitude toward you and my attitude toward myself. When I bench a yid, I bench you, you should have ample Parnosa. But for myself, for my own Aveda, and that's what... Rabbeinu Bechai is talking about here. He's talking about for our own Aveda. 
we have to be comfortable and, and relax when we're just having enough come in according to what is going out that day. That's, that's, don't get nervous about it. <sighs> okay. Furthermore, if his livelihood comes to him in one way and not, in, not another, and in one place and not in another, or through one individual and not through another, he should tell himself the following. Here's what he should say. Asher Yitzarani Altsura Vetavnis Uschuno Mino Mibli Shar Hatsures Vatrunais Vamides Lakonas Inyoni. The one who created me in a certain form and image with a certain nature and disposition, to the exclusion of other forms, natures, and qualities, as is best for me. In other words, he gave me exactly my personality and my temperament and my strengths and my talents and my deficiencies. He made me exactly as I am. Who bacharli he chose for me? Shiyave tarpi al haponim hamafikim linyonim mibli shar haponim. He chose for me that my livelihood should come to me in the ways most suitable for me, and not in other ways. In other words, he designed me, he made me with all the little quirks and idiosyncrasies and features that are unique to me. And he's also making sure that my, my parnosa comes to me in an equally unique way that's just perfectly tailor-made for me. Maybe it's not the way that I want it because I'm comparing myself to others. So I'm looking at how this person receives their parnosa, but they're a totally different person from me. Baruch Hashem. And, and Hashem designed you. He made you different from, from everyone else. So the way you're going to receive your, your livelihood is going to be different from everybody else. Uh, the one who brought me into this world in a certain place and by means of two particular individuals, that means his parents, from among all the people in the world, right? He chose these two people from all the people in the world to be his parents. So Hashem chose for the person to be born exactly at a certain place from certain parents. Hashem set up all those details. That same Hashem who Bacharli has chosen for me, by Tarpi, Be'eretz Yadua, Valde Ish Yadua, that I should make my living in a certain land, through a certain individual. And Hashem appointed that person to be the means to my livelihood for my benefit. Like the verse says in Tehillim, Hashem is just in all his ways. So the same Hashem who orchestrated every detail about your coming into being and your situation and your background and everything. Now, now we're going to create new questions because we're going to be Mo'er new Shilas. People are going to say, oh, now you're getting into that. I have lots of questions about my background and my upbringing and my origin. And, okay, fine. So now you... <laughs>
<laughs> now we're going to have to get Amunah and Hashkoch Pratis about that stuff in order to borrow that to use it for the Amunah and Hashkoch Pratis about the, about the, about the Parnosa. But it, it's, a, it's a simple concept. Look, Hashem sent me to this world a certain time, a certain place, born to these parents, to live a certain amount of time and, a, and to live in certain places. You know, all, all of that is, 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 was chosen by Hashem. And so too, Hashem chose that when my parnasa comes to me, it should come through this deal, from this job, from this guy, in that place, and not from other things. So, okay, so I thought it was going to come from this direction, I thought it was going to come from this deal. That's not the way it was. Okay, you can't force it. You can't force it. You can't force it. Hashem has built into uh, your story the, 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 the funnels the, the, the conduits for Parnosa that are perfect for you, and perfect for your story, and perfect for, for everything you need to accomplish in the world. Okay, so we have those three meditations, really, I don't know, I think beautiful meditations. Anything else for tonight? Any other business? I love the private chats, by the way. Have I mentioned that? Anything else? Okay, all right, fine. So I'm going to sign off for tonight. And uh, be blessed, everybody. Until next week.